Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a Thursday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller, uh, for the next couple of hours. Lots going on. Uh, we're going to be busy in the next couple of hours, and we will uh, get to the end and promise we will not forget Claxons on a Thursday. Uh, we'll do that just before we get out of here. But the BMW Des Moines guest list looks like this. We're going to start with a couple of the regional NFL teams with the Packers. Uh, they will take on Tampa Bay. We will get to Dave Sinekin. Um, no longer the headcheese.com, uh, but we will uh, get to Dave Sinekin regardless. What, what's his site again? It's not fan site. Zone coverage? Zone coverage. Well done. Good memory on you, TC. Uh, I was from, just looking at his profile. Were you? <laughs> okay. It was lucky. Uh, zone coverage is where Dave Sinekin writes for you. You can read him there. You can hear him with us in about 20 minutes or thereabouts. Uh, Nick Athen on the Chiefs, Chiefs and the Colts. Then Lee Sterling has got a handful of games to opine upon. He will join us uh, to do just that at 10.50. Pete Futek from College Football News will join us to kick off the second hour of the program. Cappy, who's in the midst of his fundraising 20-something mile walk. We're going to join him from the walk uh, as he will uh, chime in here about 11.30. And again, Claxon's Barbecue Giveaway coming up here at about 11.50. You haven't played in the last 30 days. Uh, You're welcome to do so here. Um, No longer Claxon's on Friday, assuming we remember to do it on Thursday. It's a big assumption. That is a big assumption. Anyways, how are you doing? Uh, Good. It was uh, an interesting night of sports viewing last night. Guess what pulled me in? Got me riveted last night. So what did you watch? The Twins were taking on the Royals. Out. Two teams I, both I had it on. Out. I'm not going to lie. I had it on. And it just... I watched a little bit of it as yeah. well. Um, what are we doing? Yeah, really. What are we doing with I our lives? I stuck with the White Sox and the Guardians last night. I'm thinking maybe there'd be a comeback. Something. Maybe. McKenzie was really good. He really was. He really was. That's that a nice number dude's... two after Bieber in the playoffs. Yeah, I'll say. Trent, you're right about this team. I, you're something. right. There's something about them. And they're a decent price. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, so worth a look there. So that's where, and then, of course, I was on the Phillies and the Blue Jays for a while, but that yeah. was. We didn't get my, the over but, uh, on that one. No. Um, where were you last night? Uh, the Yankees and Judge. Nope. Okay. It wasn't baseball. It wasn't no. baseball. What else was on last night? ESPN 2. Yeah. And it flipped over. It was beginning of the second set. Kansas was hosting Texas, who's number one in volleyball this year. And it was thrilling. And. You know, I call volleyball. high school volleyball. Yeah, I really enjoy the sport. I love playing the sport. I think you enjoy the paycheck better. Well, that's a good one thing. Uh-huh. No, I've I've always enjoyed volleyball. I I had a pretty good jump serve in high school, so I come in and help out the that? volleyball girls. I didn't know that about you. Yes, yes. Back when I had a little athleticism to me, but I've I've always really enjoyed the sport. It's not just me being flippant. I actually do, and it was so high level. The crowd was into it. I don't even know where they play. It wasn't at the field house. It was some smaller gym. But it was just a cool environment. It's just kind of, I mean, it looks like a big stepped up high school gym. Fans right on top of it. Texas came back and won a three sets to two. It, I didn't watch all of it, but back and forth, kind of popping. I that, had no idea. That was they part even, of the rotation. Last I had no night. idea they broadcast volleyball. Yes. Well, good. Yeah. Um, you want to opine? Take a few no, minutes? No, no. We're, we're, we're good on that front. Get a volleyball guest next week at some point? Well, it is football uh, season. If they played in the spring. 
Uh, that wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, but that's a good point. They're playing at the wrong time of year right. Right, to draw attention to, to that sport. But anyway. yeah, a lot of baseball last night, bouncing mm-hmm. around and watching some different games. It's over, obviously, for the White Sox. And yep. So we have the National League East, and that's it? That's all we have to worry about pennant uh, race-wise? Yeah. I don't even know if there's really a um, anything captivating wild card wise i mean no. it seems like the american league now there's positioning right but i don't think baltimore can close on seattle who's not playing well right now by the way uh meanwhile the phillies are are two and a half up on the brew crew mm-hmm. both Philly, teams finally won last well night. And the, the brewers really needed the jays mm-hmm. to take care of business because guerrero had home run a three run home run yeah. late in that game and i thought oh well here we go uh but then the bullpen couldn't hold it and they lost an extras um I think both. I think the wild card teams have been determined, but so yes, it's the uh, NL East. Let's say we get to the final weekend, and Phillies are in, Padres are final in. weekend or final week. Final, well, yeah, final week, three. Week. Yeah, you're getting down to the end. Mm-hmm. You know you're in. Say the Brewers kind of fall down here. Both teams are locked in the playoffs, and that's a game and a half right now. But say they're tied or within a game of each other, the Padres and the Phillies. The difference between playing either the Braves or Mets in the first round, which the number five seed will. Or playing the Cardinals, the number three seed. Significant. You'd obviously rather play the Cardinals. Absolutely. You're going to have to go on the road for the three games anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing. To, and I don't think you're that. saying that the Cardinals are an easy out because I know you don't think they I are. I don't think so at all. I don't think so but either. In comparison, I to agree to with play, you. and especially if it is the Mets with that behemoth at the top with uh-huh. Scherzer. Back to back. DeGrom and back at good, the top. Good luck with that. Uh-huh. I wonder what that positioning is going to be like uh-huh. in. Yeah, we're okay being the six seed as opposed to the five. That's this true. Year. You could you could see those wheels churning, mm-hmm. could you not? Uh, baseball last night. Maybe my biggest takeaway from baseball last night was Joey Votto. Joey Votto. Did you see what he did last night? No, I night? didn't. So Joey Votto, since he's at home, and Joey Votto put on a Barry Larkin jersey and went from section to section, sitting with fans, taking selfies and signing autographs. Of course, he's out for the year. Yeah. So there he's in a Larkin eleven jersey. Sitting up in the in the stands, um, I mean, what a great guy. What a great guy to do that, right? I mean, it was the last time you saw a major league player that wasn't wearing his uniform. Yes. But he's, he's on he the He's wearing the Barry Larkin jersey. I did wearing, see this. He was on the Larkin jersey. I don't know why. When you said Joey, it clicked in my mind, Joey Gallo. Oh. Did Joey Gallo do something? Yeah, Joey Votto. I saw Joe that. Vato. That was a really was great. cool moment. Just sitting there, watching and ending mm-hmm. with the kids. Posing for one selfie with kids after another. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, adults. Yeah, the, absolutely. Picture taken with them. Yeah, Joey Votto is sitting down next to me. I'm going to take a selfie. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Two Canadian lads. In, our, in my yes. case, if that was the situation. A but, really uh, cool moment, though. Yeah, and, and look, at if, if he wants to... There's there's pretty clear path for him. I was him and Adam Wainwright. Mm-hmm. These two guys are going to walk off the field, and if they want, and I don't know. I mean, these guys have made hundreds of millions right. of dollars, right? You don't need, don't you? Just walk off into the sunset. But you want to stay around the game. You want to have something to fill your time. Would you want to do that? Yes, you would. Yeah, even if you had, you know. Well, I wouldn't want to do the grind of doing 145 games. Yeah, on on TV mm-hmm. when he got that much money in the bank. You know, look at a guy like Justin Morneau. You really want to do it that often? I'm with you. That man, but he's in a good spot because the uh, the Twins, they've got a, a rotating cast yes. uh, of, of analysts. So anyways, so I have a little uh, a, pro- a problem, predicament uh, that I'd like to share with you. Okay. In in hopes that there's a... We got a, problems with Jet? No, uh, Jet's fine. Okay. Now, okay, Jet go. barks too much, as the neighbors would tell you. Uh-oh. Uh, and there's nothing I can do to stop him. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing. I've read, I've tried to keep up. Is he going to have on. to go to doggy school? He just doesn't like it. He just he doesn't like anything but me or Cindy. 
<laughs> That's the trouble with him. Yeah. Um, but I did order him a little Jets jersey, so Dad, nice. Dad and Jet are going to have our picture taken in Jets. And I think that's our Christmas card. I guess we'll superimpose Cindy into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but back to my predicament. So middle of the afternoon yesterday, I'm um, I'm in my office, you know, working away. Mm-hmm. Um, not really hard. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're not but, digging a ditch. No. But the internet shot craps. Ah. And my modem is cooked. That's a problem. That is a problem. And it's a bigger problem now because CenturyLink, and they're fine people, and I've always spoke so highly of you people, it's CenturyLink in Ankeny. That makes one of us. If somebody's available, we love CenturyLink. Oh. Um, I can't, they can't get to the house until Wednesday. So I'm talking to some person in Omaha, mm-hmm. and he's setting up an appointment. Jeez. What's going on with CenturyLink and Ankeny? The earliest thing getting over there is next Wednesday. Well, there's Thursday Night Football tonight. This is my problem, Trent. It's not available on 212, no. as we've talked about. No, it's online only. Try to, st- I mean, I get the shakes when I have to stay off Twitter. Yeah. I honestly do. Um, and I only have limited data, so you uh-huh. just can't spend all of your data. So I guess I'm at the mercy of a very kind CenturyLink uh, Ankeny-based technician that happens to be driving around that has one of those modems that looks like kind of an oversized air freshener uh-huh. in the truck that can so just stop y- it by. So you're saying if there's a CenturyLink person out there that listens, I've talked to a few that do as they've stopped oh, out the my house. If you are, maybe look up Ken Miller's address on your well, little just device. maybe call during the break. Well, that would work too. You, you need know, a new Trent, modem. That's a really good plan. I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't think of that. So keep going. You're on a roll. So, yeah. Give us a call. Yeah. 284-5966. I'll meet you there. Ken lives in Ankeny. He absolutely it's does. Otter Creek. It's not. It's a northeast Ankeny. Mm-hmm. And you just need a new motor. Off and on 36th, and I think. And there's already a work order in. Yes. So maybe you, you got a You might be time. coming next Wednesday. So if you want to get ahead. Yes. You know, maybe. Knock something off. Right. Do it now as opposed to, right. why put off now? No, what was it? Why? What's that saying? What you could do later? I don't know what it is. Um, I just know one in the hands better than two in the bush. Trent, the phone is ringing. Would you please answer yes, this? Yes, I will. <laughs> please, please. Fingers crossed. It's, it's um, you don't know what you got till it's gone, right? You don't know what you've got until all of a sudden you lose something like that. How much you, we use the internet. The crazy part about this whole thing, I don't know. If I could do a show without it, the a, a monitor in front of me to um, to help to move along, Trent, we did shows. I did shows for ten years before I had my first monitor in front of me. Yeah, how did I do that? I wonder the same thing. I remember the exact same way. We my first job, we didn't have a a computer with internet in our studio. There wasn't one when I started in two thousand three. Until I got here. Yeah. This was the first time I saw a computer, and I'm thinking, wow. Newspaper? That's all you had. USA Today, yep. and for me when I started, the Waterloo Courier, yeah. I had, I would go to the computer in the sales room, and I would print off three, four, five articles, something like that, yeah. to have for a little backup Larry plan. Kotler would kill trees. I don't know what his weekly tree kill count yeah. was. He printed off everything. That's what it was. And it, but he had the internet at the time, but he still printed that's what the world was. God You'll bless be all right. Him. You'll be all right. It's weird. You know, my wife says the same thing that you probably need a break. Yeah, I think she's talking about from the internet and <laughs> from Twitter. Maybe it's her and, that needs a break. Yeah. Um, anyways, so we're going to talk to Jeff. I, I like talking to Jeff. Mm-hmm. 
I, I would hope I was hoping it was a century link. It's guy. not. Two eight four five nine six six. If you're a century link technician it can help out Ken Miller. Just... He wants to watch football tonight. Indeed he I mean Yes. Very you can go much to Jethro's? So. No, I don't want to. I gotta go out next Thursday. You can go out to any sports bar. I'm going out next Thursday. What's... We're going to Clinton. You wanna watch football, right? Well there's college. There is. Uh, West Virginia, Virginia Tech. But it's Illinois, the fourth quarter. The Steelers, Browns I are tight. Know, I know. Well, it'll be past 830 at that point. You're not <laughs> no, able not. to leave your house at I'm that not. point. Uh, let's get Jeff in here. What's on your mind, Jeff? Welcome to the program. Jeff, Ken, motive? Trent, uh, uh, appreciate the call. I appreciate you um, taking my call. Sure. Um, I'm curious about the Boston Celtics head coach and your guys' opinion. Weird so, story, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I want to make sure I, get, I got the facts right. So he had a relationship. It was consensual. Yep. Uh, with a staffer or a coworker. Yep, apparently. Uh, apparently. Yeah. Now, what I was reading was in the contract, he has to let the Boston Celtics know if he's going to have a relationship with a coworker, which he did not. <laughs> that's supposedly. like That's like when you get when you get caught for for marijuana or something uh-huh. and you don't have a drug stamp. Yeah, the tax stamp. <laughs> the tax. So if, if, to, if, I'm going to be selling a whole bunch of pot here or a whole bunch of drugs. <laughs> Uh, but I'm here to get my stamp that allows me not to do that. And, right. But good point, Jeff. So now, what? What now? I'm digging deeper into it. Get on the internet and Twitter. I wish I could. Talk, right. <laughs> and now they're talking about you know if this was you know Pat Riley or if this was Brad Stevens. Now we're talking. You know we're getting into the race card because he's African American. Mm-hmm. And if this was a white head coach. Um, now, if you're watching, you know, here's an example. If you're watching the Laker thing on Hulu. Um, Genie Bus, yeah, and you know the the relationship he, uh, with Phil Jackson. With, uh, with Phil Jackson, yeah, they, you know, she she told her dad before it got serious. So, uh, but again, I'm curious what you guys think about this whole thing. And I don't know if you guys touched base on the the Suns owner. That's a big, mm. you know, bizarre. No, that's a good uh, story. This has got a good ending because he's going to sell the team. Yeah, get him out of there. Correct. Right. Um, so yeah, I'll let I'll let you go, and I'm curious what you guys think about uh, the head coach of the Celtics. Thank All you. right, so thank much. you, Jeff. I appreciate it, Jeff. It, it's it's I saw the story this morning. Um, I saw it last night, and at, you... at the time, it was a Woj bomb. Yeah, and you're what is happening? Right, there was no real details. So about he's what having it was. a consensual affair with yes. a staff member of the Celtics. It didn't identify what that staff member does. Correct? Is it because the staff member is a subordinate? Could that be the reason I that this becomes a bigger so she's issue? She's an assistant coach, well, or a trainer, something like that. You know, but connect- on his staff, right? That's prickly. Yeah, absolutely, that's prickly. I mean, this, is, she, this is the Bobby Petrino deal no, that we I talked about last, you. last week. If she works in the front office, if she sells tickets, if she, mm-hmm. um, I think that's what maybe adds an extra layer to this. If she, if she's a subordinate, I agree with that. So, as Jeff said, and I haven't read it. <laughs> Uh, if you've listened to the show the first 15 minutes, you understand why. Um, his contract stipulates he can't do that, or if he right. is going to have an affair, you have to tell ownership? Come on. Well, there's a, there's a lot of those things. Is he married? I mean, in the corporate world, if you're working with somebody and you're starting a relationship, you got to go to HR and actually talk about it. You, you do? Oh, absolutely. You have to let them know if you're working together, if you're working as somebody... Everywhere? Not everywhere, but most major organizations. Yeah, Absolutely. You have to let HR know we are starting a relationship. Got our love contract here. Got to let them know. mackerel. Yeah. Different world, isn't it? I'd have worn out a path to HR in my first marriage. <laughs> That's the likelihood of, of this. And, oh, by the way, 
Duke is also married to an actress, Nia Long. She was in yeah, uh, she Boys was. in the Hood. Yeah, I know that. I, I knew that. You told me that before. Yeah. In last last uh, season, I think. Nia Long and a, a longtime actress. So how's this playing out at home? Oh, I'm not going to guess very well. Huh. Um, that It is weird. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you that. So I, and I did not know that. Uh, but again, the details of it are starting last night when it was just facing a suspension, might be year long, all these different mm-hmm. What could it possibly be? So did it go bad? Did it end bad or something? I haven't seen those part of the details. But Is there a child on the way? Well, you wonder, right? I mean, how did it get to this point? Mm-hmm. Again, but you also hear the word consensual because right away, I mean, if it's something where there's sexual assault involved. Yeah, well, get I mean, the hell out yeah, of there. Exactly. It was a consensual relationship. Hmm. Yeah. Weird, weird story. And, and apparently they're going to suspend him for the whole year. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. For having an affair. That is that this is not illegal. Right. Not right by, you know, my boast. Again, not, not assault. Right. A consensual relationship mm-hmm. and suspended for a year. That seems like a ton. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, one of the more odd stories, certainly here recently... I tried to figure out all the different pieces that come together on this one because, on the surface, it was consensual. So how does Woj get that type of story? Right? I mean, <laughs> who knows? Woj's got some contacts. Yes, he does. That's just wild. Uh, yeah, different story. And as far as the Phoenix story, good. It's, it's mm-hmm. got a happy ending. It was awful to get to this point. This guy. Um, He's better been a owner too. I mean, the, the way that he has run that organization. He has. How not long been well, has he like, owned the team? Oh, a decade. Has maybe, it? Yeah, a little longer than that, maybe even. Heard a lot of negatives, and then this one obviously took it. Well, to they had level. a negative last year because they. I, I thought that they were going to march through the Western Conference. Last you had year. a financial stake I, in that. Two years, two years ago, I had them at a big price when yeah. they got to the final, only to be dispatched by the Bucks. Uh, anyways, all right, football conversation coming up. We're going to get into the NFL. We'll do a couple of our regional teams here today. Later on in the show, we're going to get you cap. We haven't forgot about the Vikings next week, promise. Mm-hmm. We're going to do some Viking stuff with either Paul Allen, if his schedule allows, or uh, Dane Mozatani from the St. Paul Pioneer Press. We'll, we'll catch up with the Vikings. Boy, there's a lot of people on this survivor pool, Trent, that are that are zeroing in on Minnesota this weekend over Detroit. That's where I'm leaning to Are for you my too? pick this week. Yeah, I think, I think that's where I'm ultimately going to land. There's something about that Jaguars team. The Chargers are another one that would make a lot of sense. But Herbert's not going to play. He's not going to play. And the Jags have a little something. They do. They look... Now, have you seen Trevor also. Lawrence play the first... I've not seen him play. I've seen uh, some clips on Red Zone. Have you? But when they flipped over to that game. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, no. not Nothing significant. I haven't watched you know, two, three drives together, but... Well, he's got a he's got an adult now running things. Yeah, by the sounds of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Doug Peterson, say what you will. Oh, you got, got no Super quarterbacks. Yeah, <laughs> Nick Foles, right? The Super Bowl. And what a Super Bowl! Yes, uh, he's got that big ring. Who does Jacksonville have this week? It's the Chargers. Chargers at LA. Because a lot of people are also saying the Chargers would be a pick this week that you'd use in Survivor. I'm not going down that. There's path. no Herbert. There's no Keenan Allen. The Vikings are so much better when they're not in prime time. Mm-hmm. We know the numbers with Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I'm going to lean. You guys got a pick yet? Or you We've s- already submitted, or you've... we're going to today. And we didn't want to. We took we took the Chiefs. At Indianapolis. It's a scary spot. Back against the wall. I'm with you. I hate road teams. I despise taking a road, road team but, anytime but in a Survivor the, contest. The, the thought process was, either the Chiefs, mm-hmm. B, they've been off since last Thursday. Extra time? Extra time. I like that. It's a good um, angle. So so that came into play. The other game that we went back and forth was was the Bengals. Cuz I don't th- speaking of back against the wall. I mean they're 0 and 2. They are. 
and 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 the um, and Burrow's starting to take some heat, and they play the Jets on the road. On the road, true. And the Jets had a miraculous win last week. Come on, they're not going to do it again. I don't think so. Do you? Well, Joe Flacco has hit the fountain of youth. Yeah, I don't see thirty-eight to hit that. Is I think that he's thirty-eight. Yeah. Anyways, Dave Sinekin and Nick Athen in the next block. Lee Sterling still to come. I'm going to sit right here by this phone and try and send some uh, some good vibes to it. That CenturyLink, CenturyLink tech uh-huh. is going to call me and say, yeah, I got 15 minutes to drop off a modem today. You're at Otter Creek Golf Course. <laughs> Block away. 284-5966. Uh, do a guy a favor. Would it kill you? I've always spoke highly of CenturyLink. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Frisky Bros. <laughs> Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller with you until noon. Nick Athen coming up. Chiefs, Colts, they'll collide at noon. Uh, the Packers and the Buccaneers, that is the 325 game. Dave Sinekin is the headcheese.com. He joins us. You can read his work at zonecoverage.com, zonecoverage.com. Hello, Dave, Trent, and Ken. Thank you for coming on. Good to speak with you. How are you? I'm great, guys. I'm looking forward to uh, a big one this Sunday with a couple of Hall of Famers. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, indeed it will. Um, you know, just uh, about that crack last week that maybe there's a changing of the guard at the top of the NFC North. Can I have that one back? <laughs> you sure can. Yeah. You get, a, you get a mulligan on week two. I guess you do. Man, oh, man. Uh, I mean, both teams look different, right? The Vikings couldn't get out of their own way, and the Eagles had a lot to do with that. And the Packers really uh, took it to to the Bears in the football game. What's the, What was the difference, Dave? Is it is it Rodgers' A week, week one last year? We saw what happened against New Orleans. It's a different team this year, and he had some of his weapons back? Well, I think getting Elton Jenkins back at right tackle definitely solidified the right side of that offensive line, which got just manhandled by a you know an average, I'd say, or at least kind of unknown Vikings defense because it's new and everything. Um, so that was a, a big advantage, certainly getting Alan Lazard back too. But I just think again, it's the Chicago Bears, an opponent that mm-hmm. you know, really rarely competes for sixty minutes against this team. They're confident. They came in pretty embarrassed by their opening performance and. Lambo home opener. Again, I don't read too much into week one. I'm not going to read too much into week two. But for an offensive unit that is sort of questionable right now as it sort of evolves and works its way into becoming what it wants to be, certainly getting Jenkins and Lazard back uh, allowed that running game to hum. And that's got to be the identity for this offense. I bemoaned to you last week that Aaron Jones got eight touches in mm-hmm. week one, and he's their most skilled player. He put the ball in his hands and let him work. And, you know, against Chicago, that was a mismatch. It's going to be a much tougher task against Tampa Bay. But I think just getting those guys back, getting the running game going, was the biggest difference in Week 2. It was against the crappy Bears, so I don't know how much <laughs> it really matters. But, uh, no, Dave, seriously, Aaron Rodgers. So he's out again with McAfee, and he's doing his thing, and he's talking about his tea, and he's just doing all... At this point, I mean, you Packers fans, are you just out? Are you annoyed with him? Is it he is what he is, and we just have to allow it? It just... I don't know. I've never had a quarterback like that to have to worry about that's actually good, but do you just take all the warts and the goofiness and the stupidness and the sanctimonious uh, life that he leads and say, hey, he's a great quarterback, let him do what he wants? Yeah, I've kind of learned as the the years and decades go by to not care too much about the person. Uh, I'm speaking particularly now about what we've learned about Brett Favre. Really? The guy that I Mm -hmm. just championed and loved Mm -hmm. to death when he was a Packer. 
So look, I, I, there's things I like about Aaron Rodgers. There's things that drive me crazy about Aaron Rodgers. But what I love about Aaron Rodgers is who he is when he steps between the lines every time Green Bay plays and knowing that I'm going to see something at a level of play that very few fans get to see over a long period from their quarterback. So I'll take that um, every day and, and deal with the goofiness, the oddness. Uh, ultimately, I, I guess I don't really care. I know that his teammates really like him, respect him, want to go to war for him. And I guess at the end of the day, that's that's really what matters when you like to follow the game of football. Indeed it is. So injuries are still apparently a pretty big issue with this football team uh, as they get set to take on Tampa Bay. And you're right, the battle of uh, one day, first opportunity, Hall of Fame quarterback. Bakhtieri, is he close? Uh, I know that all of the receivers have a cue beside their name. They're questionable, apparently. I think all of them, in fact, uh, going into this game. What's the, the status report uh, of those um, of the left tackle and of the wide receivers? Well, I, we won't see David Bakhtiari this week. They're they're being really um, kind of quiet about it. You know, Matt Lafleur said, "I have no idea if he's going to play." And and Rogers was quick to really talk about how well Josh Diamond has done, and he has graded out really positively at left tackle. So I think they're being really careful. Look, there, there is there a scenario where he never comes back? I, I think hmm. you can't rule that out. It's been twenty months and counting since the ACL and subsequent follow-up procedures it's it's obviously an injury that he has struggled to come back from so that that to me is a let, let's hope he's ready by you know when the weather starts to turn and he's on the field at the playoffs uh i'm, I'm willing to be patient there because i think green bay does have a a serviceable if if not uh, you know even more than that left tackle to replace him as far as the receivers go i you know we'll know a lot more as they come out and practice here today and tomorrow i mean i think sammy Watkins now after a couple weeks of football is going to be questionable for the rest of the season. That's mm-hmm. just who Tammy Watkins is. Christian Watson coming up with a hamstring. I- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Probably not shocking because, you know, he's probably played more football the last few weeks than run more routes as he ran his higher career at NDSU where they were a running football team and his body's probably getting used to the volume. So I'm hoping that's not a major thing. But, um, yeah, I think the issues Green Bay have a receiver are certainly up in the air, but, I think on the other side of the ball, Tampa Bay is dealing with a lot bigger issues at wide receivers. So I don't know that that's going to be the big thing. To me, it's going to be if Green Bay's defense can match Tampa Bay's defense on Sunday because I think those two units, when they're on the field, are going to be the better units. I think both Mm -hmm. offenses are going to struggle. Uh, Tampa Bay's defense seems to have Green Bay's number. At least that's been the case when they've met the last couple years. It's time for Green Bay's defense to stop missing tackles, start defending the run a little bit better. They look really good in spots, but against Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, they're going to have to be a whole lot better. You mentioned that, and, and that's kind of where I was going to go with you, Dave, these two defenses. And, and what concerns you most about the Buccaneers? They're flying around. They're making plays. And the headline's going to be Brady versus Rodgers, maybe for the final time. But this Tampa defense, what is the game plan for Green Bay to be able to move the football as well as they played two weeks in? Uh, Tampa Bay has been really successful at rushing the passer against Green Bay without sending extra guys. They 
They've averaged, I think, four or five sacks against Green Bay, the two times they met in 2020. Um, for whatever reason, the Packers' offensive line has always struggled against Tampa Bay, and that allows them to you know, keep enough guys back to cover the back end. That secondary has gotten better. You know, Dean and Winfield and Davis, those guys are all pretty good, and, and they're going to look across the field and say, we're 17, you know, where's, where's 83? Where are the guys that have given us trouble in the past? So, you know, Green Bay is going to have to be able to run the football. They're going to have to be able to use play action uh, to loosen up that pass rush and, and allow Rodgers to kind of dink and duck his way down the field. So, uh, I, again, think it's, it's about trying to run the football, committing to it, not giving up on it if you fall behind, and certainly using both Jones and Dillon out of the backfield as receivers. I think both of them have a chance to have big days, partly because the wide receivers are banged up, but also because that aggressive pass rush by Tampa, I think, does open up some opportunities for the running backs if they can stay away from those quick uh, athletic linebackers at Tampa Bay. Uh, last thing for you, Dave, um, to the NFC overall, it seemed like Tampa Bay, Green Bay, those are the two teams most people are you know, putting toward the top of their power rankings. Usually there's an AFC team or two ahead of them. What you saw in the Eagles, and I know the Eagles and the Packers will play in Philly on Thanksgiving weekend on NBC to bring the curtain down on Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, your thoughts on the Eagles real quick. Do you believe? Well, I think if Jalen Hurts is going to be as decisive and confident uh, and in control as he looked against Minnesota, then, then I definitely believe. Um, you know, a week ago they allowed Detroit to score 35 points against them and get back into that game. So we always look at what we saw most recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota went into that game 1-10-1 in week twos uh, on the road over the last wow. 19 years. They're just a bad week two team when they're away from home for whatever reason. So I'm not going to read too much into Philly. I think they're obviously they're very good up front on both sides of the ball. But if that quarterback has taken a big step, they're in the conversation of the NFC. But I'm not anywhere near ready to put them in the same uh, breath as the top three teams like most power rankers are doing right now. I need a bigger sample size, but I'm really impressed with what I see from Jalen Hurts. And if, if he continues to ascend, then, yeah, they have a chance to be up there with the big boys. Interesting stat. Wish I would have known that week two on the road for the Vikings. That That's <laughs> a long man. <laughs> Wish I knew, Dave. <laughs> hey, uh, thank you, Dave. We'll talk to you next week. Appreciate it. Anytime, guys. Thank yeah. you. ZoneCoverage.com for Dave. ZoneCoverage.com. Chiefs Focus, where you can read Nick Athen. He covers the Kansas City Chiefs as they try to move to 3-0. and oh, Nick, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. Uh, this Colts team, right, they're backed into a corner. They're, this is a team that a lot of folks thought was, look, somebody's going to win the AFC South. We don't think it's Jacksonville or, or Houston. Uh, somebody's got to win it. Uh, they're one uh, one loss. Of course, they have a tie from week number one. It's a dangerous football team, but the Chiefs have that extra time. That's why I've got the Chiefs winning this football game. Uh, what's the biggest concern for you when you look at this Colts team and how they match up with KC? Well, I think the biggest concern is the Chiefs have had a pretty poor history in Indianapolis. Um, you know, I, I think Nick Foles, who happens to be the backup in Indy, was the, was the quarterback that uh, that won the last time there. Alex Smith lost, and you know, in that playoff situation too. So, you know, they got they got to exercise a couple of demons in this game. But for me, you know, I think this is a huge trap game for Kansas City. You know, Matt Ryan can light it up. You got Jonathan Taylor, arguably the best running back. Naheem Hines, you know, a solid backup. You know, if Pittman is healthy, you know, that certainly helps their offense. I think they missed him a lot last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly Ryan did. Um, but, you know, if the Chiefs play their game and they don't get off to a slow start like they did against the Chargers, then, I mean, they should they should win this game. Now, is it going to be a blowout? Maybe. 
but something tells me it's going to be a little bit closer, maybe midway through the third quarter, and then the Chiefs probably will, you know, put up 21 straight points and it'll be over with. But um, this is not a game I think the Chiefs are taking lightly. They're not, certainly not looking ahead to the Bucks, you know, a uh, Sunday night, uh, week from Sunday night. So, um, you know, play your game, be smart, get out to a good start, and I think Kansas City will be fine. They will do it without Willie Gay, their linebacker, and he is suspended for the next four days. Uh, take us through kind of this scenario here and reading through. I don't know. It just it's a different kind of story than what we've seen. What a vacuum cleaner that was broken, an argument, something like that. Fill us in on the details in the four games that he's going to be out. Well, I think the issue is you know the NFL has a new czar. Um, she's putting the hammer down on anything that's related to domestic violence. Good. Four game suspension yeah. is going to be the minimum. I mean, that's just it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's changed. The NFL has a lot of heat on them. They certainly didn't handle the Deshaun Watson situation very well. He should have been suspended a heck of a lot longer uh, than when they ultimately settled for. Uh, but, you know, Willie Gay, the, the thing that surprised me the most guys, honestly, is, you know, this case was settled in the spring, and he's already suspended. Generally, it's at least a year, you know, before they hand out suspensions. Again, this is new policy in the NFL. Anything domestic violence related, you know, doesn't matter. It's going to be a minimum of four games, and more severe stuff's going to be longer, eight or twelve, and that's just the way it is. And, and, and you make a good comment. I mean, you're right. It's good. This is this needs to happen now. The circumstances might be a little different, but at the end of the day, you know, Darius Harris is the guy who's going to have to step up. He played terrific um, in in the preseason. He's earned his shot. Um, I think they're going to be okay at that position. I think you know he can blitz. He can cover. He's got good speed. Is he Willie Gay? No, uh, but he's good enough for the next four weeks, um, even though the Chiefs are going to be facing some stiff competition, that I think he can fill in just fine. And if he gets some really good experience, well, then they got an extra body that's going to help him down the road. Uh, Nick, last thing for you as we take a look at this uh, conference overall. Boy, it sure seems to me, and I, I get it, there's a lot of football left to be played, and it's right. a contact sport. But, man, it seems like the Chiefs and the Bills, and then there's a gap till that next day AFC team. And I desperately wanted to put the Chargers on that list because I believe uh, in this team. Mm-hmm. But, man, the Bills and the Chiefs, they're uh, opening eyes, are they not? Yeah, they are. These are they're the best two teams in football. Period. I think I mean, you're right. The NFC. It, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I think if if NFL fans could have these uh, teams play three times every year, they'd love it. Yeah. You know, and someone's going to probably go two and one. And I, and I what I think of, what I think's great about it is, you know, these are probably the two from top to bottom um, best run franchises right now in the NFL. They're smart. They've got good leadership. They've got good ownership. <clears throat> they've got good vision, they've drafted well, they signed free agents. They've kind of just put a complete roster together. And for the first time in probably, certainly in the Beach era, this is the best football team that the Chiefs have top to bottom. This is the best Bills team I think they've had top to bottom. But but they're going to duke it out. Um, you know, the Chargers, uh, they're going to lose to the Jaguars at home this weekend. I'm telling you right now, put it on the board. It's going to happen because I don't think Herbert's going to play. If he does, I think that's just unwise. Yeah, he's not. But, I'd be shocked. Yeah, so listen, these are the best two teams. There's nobody else that's close to them right now. There's some good stories, and there's some great – I mean, it's been a great first two weeks of the NFL. Anything's possible we've seen already. But uh, these guys are on a collision course to to win a Super Bowl, and I haven't seen anything yet. It's only been two weeks. That's going to tell me that one of these two teams is not going to be Super Bowl champion. Miami-Buffalo this weekend, kind of a sneaky mm-hmm. spot. I, I, it is a big spot. Nick, great stuff. Uh, thank you, as always, for doing this. Um, 
Sure. I think it's going to be a tight game. I do. I, I think the Chiefs will prevail, but I think that this is a got to be a hungry Colts team. I mean, Matt Ryan's got to have something left, doesn't he? She hasn't looked like he it the first two weeks. No, he didn't. But again, if Pittman plays and he practiced limited yesterday, then there's the that that, that helps that. That's a difference. A if he does, if he doesn't play. I don't think the Colts really have much of a chance. Uh, Chiefsfocus.com uh, is where you can read Nick Athens. You still involved primetime sports talk as well? Yeah, still running the show there as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm expanding the brand. You're wearing a lot of hats, and we appreciate you finding time for us. Thank you, Nick. We'll talk to you next week. Take, Always. Yep, take care. All right, guys. Good take to talk care. to you. Nick Athens uh, at Chiefs Focus on Twitter and ChiefsFocus.com. We will take a timeout. Lee Sterling's got a handful of games, so just real quick. You know what? I just had dropped off at the house. Oh, yeah? A modem. Oh yeah, there, there was somebody that called and said they they were going to be able to help you out. Now you got to set it up. Thank you. You you got this figured out. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Am I going to be getting a phone call? You may. Okay. Um, my wife's really handy. Is she? Oh, she really. She does Good. all the stuff. Yeah. Same thing at our she house. She painted our garage, our inside ceiling, and everything. That's great. When she was, I don't know, fifty-eight. <laughs> there she is. You made a good choice. Oh, I'll, I'll say. Um, anyways, we'll take a time out. Thank you to uh, CenturyLink. Good people. You've been saying it for years. Absolutely. Uh, we'll take a time out. Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. He joins next. Look forward to catching up with his. Uh, got a handful of games to opine about. Pete Futak and David Kaplan in hour two. Miller and, and Claxons. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106. Point. Set up an appointment. Then we're on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Take you until noon. Pete Futek on college football. That starts hour number two. David Kaplan, we will head to Chicago. Right now, Lee Sterling joins us, as he does each and every Thursday in this time slot throughout football season. ParamountSports.com is where you can find Lee. He'll also got a phone number for you. He's going to opine on a handful of games and his game of the week. Lee, Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I, you know, had a great time going to College Station. Now the result wasn't what I would have liked, but the atmosphere, just watching the core 3,000 of march into the stadium, and uh, they stand all the entire game, all four hours. So uh, incredible atmosphere, 107,000 fans. So uh, something if it's if it's not on your bucket list, add it. Didn't go well for your Hurricanes and. Yankees also got the cover on top of it as it was, I think six was the closing number in that one. But we got new games this week, and Lee, I'm very interested because all four of the college games this week that you have on the tap for us, I have an opinion on all four of these. Let's kick it off. In the Big 12, Oklahoma looked great last week after that opening drive against Nebraska, against Kansas State, who falls to Tulane. 12.5 is the number Sooners favorite at home. So I was uh, in Austin watching the game, and I'm sitting with an Oklahoma grad, and he looked at me when it started, looked like he had seen a ghost. <laughs> and then they somehow they adjusted. And now we're finding out this coaching staff is for real. Um, Jeff Levy, everyone thought he was good on offense, but Ted Roof, the game plan he devised in that game was extraordinary. 
I think they believe in themselves, and now with Dylan Gabriel and all those weapons on offense plus the defense firing on all cylinders, even the special teams, they're in great shape. In Kansas State, things started off great, but now we're finding out Adrian Martinez is who he thought we he was. So um, I, I just think Arizona State just uh, – I'm sorry, Kansas State can't throw the ball efficiently here. Um, sometimes you got to lay it if you want to play it. I like Oklahoma big here. A lot of interest in this game. Big Ten tilt. Uh, Minnesota maybe the team now to beat in the Big Ten West. They're two and a half point favorite over Sparty Michigan State. Yeah, um, bad spot for Michigan State last week, traveling cross country and just did not start well in that game. But um, they played hard to the end, and um, I think they're in a better spot here now. Gophers number two rated offense, number two rated defense, off to a quick start here. Three dominant wins, but uh, winning in East Lansing is a totally different animal. Minnesota packing passing attack here, going to be without Chris Altman-Bell. That's going to be challenging here. And I just think the Michigan State running attack is going to get it going here. Uh, home crowd, maybe special teams being the advantage to. I like Michigan State here. I think the wrong team's favorite. 28-24. I like the sound of that one. We go out to Rutgers in New Jersey. We'll get to see Polly Walnuts and Sill and the rest of the crew out there in the stands as the Hawkeyes make their way out. Iowa favored by 7.5. Yeah, quarterback play for Rutgers has really been way below par. Uh, Gavin Wimsett. The same with Iowa. Evan yeah. Simon, not done the job. Noah Verdrall might come back, but even if he's healthy, I don't know if it's much of an upgrade here. Iowa scores just 13.7 points per game while allowing 4.3. They did score 27 against Nevada, but Nevada's defense is absolutely atrocious. They have a couple guys in their two deep that are walk-ons. Iowa, though, plays better on the road. 16-8 and against the spread run on the road. 26-1 and is a road favorite here. And Rutgers, just 1-7 and against the spread as a home dog since Greg Schiano returned. I like Iowa. Barn burner. 17-6. to six. All right. The Cyclones are at home as they open Big 12 play against, uh, in a lot of people's mind, maybe the favorite in the Big 12 and the Baylor Bears, the defending champs. The Clones are about a field goal favorite, Lee. Yeah. Iowa State's offense is functional. Their defense might be good, but still not tested yet. Baylor played way too conservative on offense against BYU. They need to open it up. Uh, they were flagged 14 times for 117 yards in that game. I thought the the officiating was poor. Maybe some friendlier refs here uh, could help. Uh, uh, plus facing maybe a less complicated offense in, in Iowa State here. Dog 11-2 and two against the spread in the series. And Baylor 16-5 and five against the uh, run here as an underdog. I'm going with the underdog here. I like Baylor 27-23. Going with the Bears. We wrap it up with an NFL pick. The Battle of the Bays, Tampa Bay and Green Bay. Bucks favored by two. And and Tampa Bay could be without uh, three receivers. Uh, we know Mike Evans not going to play, it looks like, because of suspension. Chris Godwin and Julio Jones are game-time decision. And, you know, he lost Gronk, his, his safety valve at tight end. The offensive line is down four starters. Yeah, they beat Dallas and New Orleans by a combined point, 13 points. But this is a different animal here playing Green Bay after the first week. Um, nothing went right. They were surprised by the Minnesota play calling and, and offensive sets, but now they're getting possibly their entire offensive line back. And Aaron Rodgers, he's developing some cohesion with the receivers and maybe the best one-two punch here running back. 
Wrong team favorite again. Hmm. Give me the pack here, 27-20 over Tampa Bay. Interesting. Well, your game of the week is also an NFL affair. It's the Chiefs against a yeah. hungry Colts team. Uh, they've, uh, they're have not 0-2, but they're 0-1, and oh, they've got a tie as well. So 0-1-1. If the folks want more information, Lee, how do they reach you? Just go to ParamountSports.com. How about this special? They can get not four weeks, not even five. Sometimes we throw in an extra week. Six weeks. It's a six-week super, super Saver package through October 31st, just $397. This is our executive phone service, like I said, six weeks where we rate the selections from 10 to 50 units, and we've had five out of six winning weeks. So you want to come on board, 397 through October 31st, uh, ParamountSports.com, and always check out the website. We've got some free pick videos. We've got some huge games going on this week in college football. Clemson, Wake Forest, Tennessee, Florida, Texas A&M, Arkansas. Check all those free pick videos. They last about two minutes of length. Just one place, ParamountSports.com. Talk to you in a week, Lee. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports, ParamountSports.com. So, uh, did he change your mind? Is he on the same side you are at all? We have uh, just one agreement. Really? In those four games, the only agreement that we have is Michigan State against Minnesota. But so yeah, you like the clones? I like Iowa State. You like Rutgers? I do like Rutgers. And huh. I like K-State. And the 12 and a half. Uh-huh. It's a lot of points in that game. K-State, uh, we know they got upset last... They'll bounce back. I think so, too. I'm look- That's the game I'm watching Saturday night, in addition to Iowa Rutgers. Sure. There's an hour separation amongst the well, two. Well, and there's only so much punning you can watch, right? <laughs> there's going to be lots of it. Circus uh, working be. on a perpetual really prop. Are. Yeah, is Palm going to tell us uh, at this time tomorrow? When Let's he joins hope us? that it's up there. Total punts versus total points. <laughs> oh. Unbelievable. Hour two next. One hundred six point three kicks and all.